Brooke, I have some big news. Okay. The Moms on Maui summer dates yes. are live. And this will be the last Moms on Maui of 2024. 2024. So super stoked about it. Yeah. And it's just an incredible experience. I mean, you can tell people about it more than I can because I'm not allowed to come. Actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's so fun. It really is. So we've got um, two back-to-back weeks up of dates in July. So it's July 11 through 16 and then 18 through 23. So you can apply for which week works for you mm-hmm. or you can apply and check both boxes and say either works. Yeah. I just want to be there. I'm just, I'm so excited about doing Moms on Maui again this year because obviously last year when I did it, it was great. It was fun. It was all the things. Yep. But I feel like since then, I have learned a lot and had yeah. some more ideas and I have some surprises up my yes. sleeve and I'm just like, let's do it. Yeah, there are literally boxes of goodies around us right, right now, now for Moms on Maui, yes. the, the April ones that are coming out. Yes. But the July dates are live. You can find those at walkandlove.com slash Moms on Maui or go to the show notes mm-hmm. or just go to our website and click on Moms on Maui. Yeah. Uh, apply today because spots are extremely, extremely yes. limited. Lemonated? Lemonated. Limited. Yes. Uh, so yeah, go fly today. Hello and welcome to the Walk and Love Sorry. Podcast. I'm TJ. And I'm Brooke. And today we're going to talk about me turning 38 like an old, old man. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Walk and Love Podcast, a weekly conversation between Brooke and I about parenting, marriage, rhythms, emotion, faith. It's a place where we laugh and sometimes cry as we try to find the language mm-hmm. to live a joy-filled life. Yes. And if you like your listening to line up with your living, then you are in the right place. I just love that line. I don't remember it. So that's, that's why, why I have you, you say uh, I said, hey, Brooke, are you ready? And she said, yes. And so I hit record. And then she just about asked a question. Can you ask it live or is it? Well, it was, what are what are you saying we're going to talk about? And today <laughs> we're going to talk about. And I was like, do you have an answer? <laughs> um, but yeah. You nailed it. I'm... Thanks, babe. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> Some of my favorite. I don't watch the show, Nailed It. But where the show concept comes from is some of my favorite things on the internet. Yeah. Where it's like... The Pinterest They tried content. so hard yeah, to make the cake that looks like a snowman or whatever. Um, and then it has like murder vibes. I tried it. so hard to put one of our glass jars of coconut cashew milk back into the refrigerator and decided well, broke uh, on the I would in. drop it. I mean, the way... Yeah, no. the way back in. Well, yeah, yeah. You were putting it away and it broke. I assumed you were taking it out and it broke. No, my coffee was already made, thankfully. Oh, that's right. That makes sense. Um, Time. I thought it would be fun to just smash glass uh, onto our tile floor where our children walk barefoot constantly. Yeah. And Brooke and I walk barefoot constantly. It, um, spoiler alert, <laughs> not as fun as you might think it is. Um, before you just left to go drop June at sports camp, um, uh-huh. Sunny was coming along for the ride. So she's putting her shoes on. Everybody else is already in the car. We bought sneakers this week. We bought sneakers. It's a big deal. So the shoe time has at least doubled because the girls now have socks and sneakers to put on. It's a big week for us. Huge week. Um, Sunny's putting them on and I was like, it's okay. They're just in a little bit of a hurry. Let me help you. And I'm sliding on. She's like, oh, I just really hope dad doesn't crash. (laughs) Thanks, Sunny. (laughs) I was like, honey, I've known dad over 15 years. And he's only ever been in the one tiny little accident. I mean, I guess it's technically an yeah. accident, but was more like a bender bender, bender from the side. Yeah. You know, like, I think you're going to be a, okay. Okay. I'm like, you're all right. 
You're going to yeah, be fine. I, uh, it's a rough <laughs> week for me. Dropping stuff, forgetting stuff, crashing into cars. <laughs> I laugh because zero it's stars. Not zero, yeah, zero stars for sure. Um, so there's this great sports camp on Maui <laughs> called Vertical Sports Maui. Uh, hundreds of kids go. They teach all sorts of sports. They have coaches fly in that are like professionals and coach professionals. And so mm-hmm. we, it's like kind of hard to get into, honestly. Like you have to be at church the week they start signups or else there's a chance you're going to miss it. Mm-hmm. So last year, June did cheerleading. We missed, I guess, the first week of church that it was happening. Yeah, this year. This year. And so the next week I was like, oh, it's it's happening. You know, text Brooke. And cheerleading is full, but they added a hula class. Mm-hmm. Um, and so June is doing hula this year, which mm-hmm. is really fun. Um, she won't show me any of it. She showed you some of it, right? She taught it to me. Yeah. So far. Um, until the, like, uh, what is it called? Present- Performance? Performance. There it is. <laughs> Presentation. Presentation. Until the PowerPoint. About the PowerPoint hula. hula presentation on Friday at the, like, the special end of camp church service. Yeah. But leading up to camp, it says, hey, your kids must have sneakers. Yeah, which I understand. Turns out the exception is hula, <laughs> which is fine. It doesn't really matter. She needed sneakers anyway because she hasn't been riding the bike or doing... She, she's been riding her bike, but there are times where we need sneakers for activities. And yeah. I'm like, oh, we don't have any. And the only real reason we need sneakers is because the cement can get too hot. It's so hot. Like yeah. that's outside of that, the kids are almost always barefoot, which has sent me down the road of like how barefoot, being barefoot is much better for your body and <laughs> mm-hmm. probably your soul. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's neither here nor there. I won't get it's into that. It's a different that. rabbit hole. Yes. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so <laughs> we, Brooke's like, we got to go buy sneakers tomorrow morning. The day camp started. Yeah. So she left with the girls. We, they've got the sneakers, huge deal, super fun. They're mm-hmm. excited. We get to camp to dr- pick her up and friends are there. The and first they, night, yeah. And they were like, they're like, oh man, we had to run to run to the store last night to buy sneakers. We had to go buy sneakers at Target last night. I was like, we were there this morning. They closed out the store and we opened up yeah, the store. Because it's like, that's the only place to get real quick sneakers that you know they're going to fit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, camp's been super fun. It's fun to watch her. Like, she was frustrated the first day. She said it was really hard. Um, so sweet. And, but she's been going back and we just told her, you just have to try your hardest. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah, all you can do. That's all you can do. So we'll keep you posted. I'll probably post some clips of the hula performance. So cute. Um, on Friday when it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have a sponsor today. Okay. Do you want to do the sponsor or do you want to? I feel like you have more information about the one you've selected. <laughs> the sponsor of the Walk and Love podcast in <laughs> episode 174? I have no idea. Wow. I literally have no idea. 174. I think is that that's right? what it is. Which wow. is crazy. Crazy. That is a lot of times of us sitting down yes. and saying, welcome to the Walk on the Podcast. Yep. Um, the sponsor this week is the Best is Yet to Come event weekend mm-hmm. because the event is on Sunday, July 9th. Um, we have, we're basically just giving tickets away now if you want to come. Yeah. Um, we want to bless as many marriages as possible. So, in the show notes, you'll find links to like basically any sort of discount that you want yeah. on the tickets. Um, we, we've made enough to pay our speakers, <laughs> pay for the event space. So we're ready to just like yeah. bless your marriage, bless your friend's marriage, like ask a couple to come with you. Yeah. Like I if think, you've already bought a ticket, but you have people you want to bring with you, use the free tickets for them. And if you've bought a ticket, know that you're a huge part in us being able to do this. Yeah. Like totally. that, it, we're super grateful that we could 
break even on the event mm-hmm. and now be able to bless people and, and let them come uh, at a price that works for them and their budget and their space and all that kind of stuff. So all yeah. those details are in the show notes. That event is on July 9th. It's all day. I've been texting Jeremy and Josh and Brad about the like sort of layout of the day. Mm-hmm. Super, super excited. Um, and a little bit nervous, to be honest, yeah. but mostly excited. Yeah. Only nervous because we've never done anything like this before. And and yeah. like I always say, you're the worst at something. <sighs> this is the worst we'll ever be at yep. it. Which like, is. I love it it's so fun. much. It's fun. We've had a lot of those experiences this year. So that's so fine. So much. Um, so the sponsor is the both the event, but the weekend, because TBD, we are having <laughs> a pop-up shop on Saturday morning. Yes. Uh, it, it will either be at my parents' house, mom and dad, if that's okay with you, um, <laughs> and or at Supply, where we had our Christmas extravaganza live stream. So right. it's going to be one that's of those. That's our hope. That that's our hope. It's at like Supply. So it's inside, parking, tables, all this kind of stuff. Um my hope is that it's at my dad's house, my parents' house, so that my dad might recruit some of you to help him in his garden mm. or with the Y2K shelves or a variety of roof. things that he might need help with. Yeah. He'll be thankful for the extra hands. Yeah. So either way. Either way. Win-win. Win-win. Win. <laughs> um, so Saturday morning, if you're coming in from out of town, uh, what, we're going to have a pop-up shop and then we'll probably have some select items at the event, but mm. the biggest amount of shopping will be at on pop-up Saturday. shop. We wanted to make sure that that was available Outside of ticket holders. Yeah. For everybody that's in the area that wants to come. Yeah. Um, and then the following day mm. on the 10th, I believe I need to confirm I have no this. idea what you're about to say. So Copper maybe. Cup Mountain Joy opens. Oh, grand opening of our friend's business, Copper Cup Mountain Joy. So Brooke and I are going to go there on the 10th to celebrate with them. So if you want to come and have a cup of coffee with us, we will be there at some point during the day, probably yeah. in the morning. Actually, probably like late morning since we just did the event the night before. Yes. And we're still quasi on Hawaii time. So yeah. Best is yet to come weekend. Pop-up shop event. So fun. Hopefully Copper Cup uh, grand opening. And if you go to like Chick-fil-A or something, you'll probably see us there as well. <laughs> um, or is the Shake Shack open in Lancaster yet? According to people, it is. But I don't that know that. is where you will find me. Yeah, that's crazy. That is wild to me that Lancaster has one. I know. Not because I think Lancaster can't support one. Like Lancaster's a awesome it's a a hustling and bustling it's the place to be it's great not for your allergies not for your allergies yeah but for other reasons it's great i just am like i don't know if you would have said what's a restaurant you want to come like when i lived there that you just think never will i would have said oh shake shack shake shack is now at the top of my list when traveling to the mainland used to be sort of chick-fil-a shake shack tie but we have chick-fil-a here yeah Shake Shack, the like smoke shack burger with that sort of like spicy peppery tomato the relish. Cherry peppers, yeah. Oh mama. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> Smelling like a rose. So that's the sponsor. If you want to support the podcast, that's a way to do it. You can come to the pop-up shop or come to the event, buy a ticket, give some to your friends. It's mm-hmm. gonna be great. We're super, super stoked. Brooke, how was your week? Good. Not a full week has gone by since we've last recorded because we were off a few days last uh-huh. week. So I'm sort of like, didn't we just do this? We did just do this. What is happening? What is happening? I can my talk about my week. week. You think about yours good. while no, I talk. Just prompt me and I'll get there. You think about yours. Okay. While I talk about mine. I know. You're just, okay. My week was good. All right, go. Oh, okay. <laughs> Today for me. No, it's been sports camp. And so my mornings have been just like... Fun summer mom, baby. Fun summer mom, running errands, doing stuff here at the house, trying to do one load of laundry a day, stuff like that. Yeah, I, I'm like in 
the season where that's what is working for us. Um, Because I talk about laundry quite a bit in the Home Joy course. (laughs) Which... Home joy, rhythms made simple. We are closer than ever, people. Thank you for your patience. They are written. They are both completely written. The slides are ready. Eh. 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 Home joy slides are almost done. Both are, they're about, I actually think rhythms made simple is further along than slides. So all we have to do is record. We are hoping to have them available. Yeah. Sometime in June. (laughs) Sometime this year. (laughs) In June, by June 2024, you will be able to. That's how my life feels sometimes. We're closer than ever. (laughs) And Brooke has done an incredible job on these. Um, Mm. And so, yeah, but you've been fun summer mom, which again, like, first of all, sorry for the metronome during the podcast last week. 173 episodes. First time I've ever done that. It's the worst you'll ever be. Oh, wait. (laughs) It's okay. You crashed into a car. Don't worry about it. Well, here's what happened. (laughs) I I have some blame to spread around. Okay. Okay. So when you load, when you load the audio into GarageBand, which is what I use, because I have to compress it so that it can upload to the internet. I can't just take the file we're recording to here and upload it. It's just too big. It's too amazing. Too big. Too big. Um, And so I'm, I'm uploading it to... You're importing. I'm it. importing a garage band, which for some reason, and maybe I need to check these settings. The metronome. I guarantee you can turn I that set yeah, off. Yeah, I should probably I do that. Guarantee. <laughs> guarantee it. Here's an idea. Well, hmm. normally I just click it off because I always listen, but my mom had called me, and so I was hmm. doing this while talking to my mom. Oh, and so, so I, Cindy's so to blame. I think I'm gonna throw Cindy on the under the bus. <laughs> but good news, Cindy, you're gonna have a few hundred people come to your house <laughs> and help you with your and yard help you work. with your yard work. So win win. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah my mornings have just been here i've been I doing how, laundry i love how you said help tar his roof because yeah. that is something that we did as kids no i know you like did you didn't <laughs> even phase you southern when I california that. like people were like what so we had this flat <laughs> Get up here kids we, <laughs> we had this flat <laughs> part of our roof in our house in southern california that would always leak yeah like that's why roofs aren't supposed to be flat yeah I, they're supposed to be on an angle uh spoiler alert <laughs> Put it on an angle. Um, and so my dad was, you know, my dad's a DIYer, but not like, a, hey, I'm going to buy all the right tools and do this the right way. It's like, hey, I have an old PVC pipe and a bucket of goo. Let's mix those two together and slap it on the roof. That'll work. I can't hire anybody to do this because I'm a missionary. So <laughs> kids, <laughs> you're employed now. And so, but yeah. not for any money. <laughs> no, 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 no. You just get to live here. Yeah. Same. And eventually you will inherit the largest amount of Kohl's cash ever passed down from one generation to the next. Right. So just be prepared. Be prepared. And also we'll have Y2K shelves to protect us from Y2K. So while you're putting in the work now, Mm. the payoff is years and years to come. I think I get it. So yeah, tar the roof. (laughs) (laughs) I have a feeling we were not helpful at all. It was just my dad, you know, this is what I want to do to my kids. Like, yeah. Hey, be, be involved. Be involved. Be Come around. up here. Stand up here. I don't yeah. care if you're bored. Like, yeah. and so there's an element of looking back that I'm very nostalgic for it, that it's like, yeah. yeah, he was just, he's honestly doing what we're doing. It's just, I think his <laughs> just uh, maybe broke more child labor laws than ours does. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But in a good way, like in right. a fun, in like a the fun roof way. way. Yeah. 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 I think that makes sense. You no, know, it's like, hey, we could go to the beach. We lived in Southern California. No, let's tar the roof. Yeah. Although when we did go to the... 
We rode in the chariot. How old? Okay. You're what age when you still lived there? We li- Pre-fourth, like fourth grade and under? Fifth grade was my first year in Pennsylvania. In Pennsylvania. So you so, were in fourth grade or under. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> Dad, you're just the best. I love <laughs> you so much. The He might be running with jugs of milk while listening to this podcast. <laughs> there's a good episode. chance. There's a good chance. Yeah. I'm dead serious. <laughs> uh, the chariot was this metal contraption that I think someone in Romania gave him to. I don't know. He That's, traveled across I, borders I with that thing? I don't know the origin story of the chariot other than it landed. So, kind of sort of like a wheelbarrow wagon. Yeah, sort of. Sort of. Like a metal contraption. It's like metal. And uh, I'm going to have him send me a picture. There, of yeah, I've, I've seen a picture. Isn't it like an off bluish gray? It's Yeah, it's definitely gray. Um, okay. And he used to tie it with like a tiny piece of rope mm. to his bike seat. So sure. it wouldn't rub on the back tire and he'd have a sit in that thing. Yeah. It's like what you would, what you, they now sell to attach to the back of your bike to ride kids along. Yeah. Just imagine like a way unsafer version of that. Yeah. Like a metal pokey version. <laughs> like a, not pokey, but a metal version where you're watching that rope and you're like, it's not going to hold. Mm-hmm. And he would drive down the highway. So imagine, <laughs> imagine my dad with a helmet covered in duct tape. Mm-hmm. He's got running shoes on that he's shoe gooed back together. Yeah. A hundred thousand times and a nice pair of short shorts. Mm. Looks sharp. Yeah. Those lower thighs of my dad's tan as can be. Yeah. And we're driving down the 405 in California on the, on the side of the road while cars are swerving past us at 80 miles an hour. Yeah. Just hoping not to die as we get to the beach. I know. The beach is such a great place. So relaxing and <laughs> so calming. Peaceful. Just once you get past the murder ride. <laughs> no, he never went on the highway, obviously. But <laughs> I remember I have very vivid memories of watching that string. And just, thinking, just this, is like, it. this is it. It's going to fall and we're just going to like <laughs> skid. But it's metal. So it's probably going to shoot. Spark at us. And dad's just going to ride off into the sunset. And See then later, I also Steve. remember. <laughs> I also remember there were, you know, there were two uncovered wheels on the side. Mm. So like. That's some speed moving next to your little tiny fingers. Yeah. But for whatever reason, one of my dad's friends, one of my parents' friends growing up, she had lost some of her fingers. Oh, it's like the arrested guy. Arrested yes. development. And I had asked her one time how she lost them. Mm-hmm. And she said, oh, I got them stuck in a bike tire. And that, I think... Is that she, true? I See, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> to this day. <laughs> to this day, I don't fear. know. But can you imagine hearing that story? You're watching the string. You're seeing the tire. Yeah. I was in a perpetual state of fear right into the yeah. beach. Oh, for sure. DJ, why don't you get in the water? I can't. <laughs> Plus, oh. I probably didn't have a helmet that fit right because my head was so big. So if you, anybody's going to get a head injury falling out of the chariot, it's, it's going to be me. Yeah. So, Dad, if you can chime in on any of these stories, please do. <laughs> Text us. We'll post them to the story. Anyways, <laughs> I don't know how I got there. I don't know either, but <laughs> I'm doing laundry this week. That's what I've been doing. That's not all I've been doing. I've just been doing other stuff. This is also a, we're like heading into, I don't know. Should I say this all the time? Is this just all of life? No, it's not. But it's a busy weekend with sports camp ending and the performance happening. And then Friday morning is TJ's birthday workout at the gym. Sorry, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm backing up. So that's Friday morning. Then it's the last day at camp. Then it's the performance. Then I need to do the birthday corner. Then we wake up. It's TJ's birthday. We have normal Saturday Sabbath stuff, which is great. That's going to be awesome. Mixed in with birthday stuff. And then Sunday is Father's Day, but also hula performance at church. And also we're going to the Bethies. It's like all great, wonderful things. Yeah. It's just like, we're not a very like 
typically we're not a like go, go, go out of the house. We talked about that last week. We spent a lot of time at home. Yeah. And so I'm like, this is a lot of like coming and going for us, which feels silly, but I feel it. I yeah. feel the difference. I think you also feel it because we're about to head to the mainland oh, 100%. for two We're weeks. about to leave and I'm like, ah. Yeah. It'll yeah. be great. It will be, be great. great. So um, today. That uh, was my week. Yeah. yeah. And here we are Thursday. Here we are. Well, Thursday for us. Probably Monday for you. Yo, who's doing it? God's doing it. Yeah. Okay. So this week. So uh, when when did I go up? Monday? I don't know. Where? Go where? Go to, to Jeff's house for his birthday. Monday? I got a text. Yeah, I think it was Monday. Yeah, okay. sure. I got a text on Monday. Yeah, because we had done shave ice. Yes. So I got a text on Monday that was like, hey, uh, it's Bethke's birthday. We're going to go up and surprise him. Mm-hmm. And so there was four of us going up there. Um, and he was like doing dishes and we walked in and two we of the guys genuinely did surprise like, yeah, him. we genuinely did surprise him. Two of the guys run Kiave outdoor, which is like basically like a five-star restaurant, but you can have it in the field. So bonkers high end cooking, but literally in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, they, like can, they cook they over can, fire. Yeah. It's very cool. And anytime they are at an event, they usually like, you know, dabble around the kitchen and create and yeah, like, uh, you know, I think that night I've had my best food all year. <laughs> you know, yeah, maybe. Just, Thanks. <clears throat> no, I'm just kidding. I'm but, totally kidding. But for real. But for real. Yeah. It's probably amazing. So we went up to surprise him, uh, and I was up till 1 a.m. in the morning. Yes, you were. No, you were up later. You left their house at I 1 a.m. I'm a wild animal. You laid down at 1.40 when I had to pee, and I was like, holy moly. Yeah. So I turned off my alarm to get up in the morning because yeah. I was like, that ain't happening. So uh, we went up there eating food. We brought ice cream. Like We were just hanging out, having having a great time telling stories like uh, one of the other guys, Shua, he had just turned 40 that weekend and there were all these sort of festivities for him. They went on a boat, like they did a whole bunch of stuff. And so like, and then it was Jeff's birthday and then I was like, it was my birthday on Saturday. And so yeah, we got in the hot tub <laughs> and uh, Shua, or I forget who asked the question. Someone asked the question, what are you taking in to the next year of your life and mm. what are you leaving behind? And so mm. then you know, we had just recorded that podcast uh, about not the even cars and like all this kind of stuff. And so I kind of gave them that analogy. I was like, in. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. like, this is what we just talked about on the podcast. Like, who are you going to, who do you want to become this summer and all this kind of stuff, which I, I feel like that's an episode that's really resonated with people, which mm-hmm. I'm r- really, really grateful. Sorry that some of you had to listen to it while I was going. <laughs> the, hey, man, we were on beat though. Yeah, we were. We didn't lose our tempo. Um, and so it, it just got me thinking, like, as I head from one year to the next, mm-hmm. um, what does that look like? And then we started talking about sort of like, I guess at one of uh, Shua's events, they were talking about like, what's that big audacious goal that you have mm-hmm. 10 years from now? And then Jeff was like, what was that 10 years ago? You know, to add some perspective. And it, mm-hmm. it was just like a really thoughtful, like authentic rich conversation. Yeah. Um, and you know, one that happened by the willingness of four men to mm-hmm. go and celebrate someone's birthday. Like yeah. didn't have to be last a thing minute. last yeah. minute. It didn't have to be this big thing. It just, you know, it just was like, we were all willing to say yes. Wives were willing to put kids down by themselves. Like there yeah. was just like so many of those things happen. Like so much of that rich, deep life giving conversation can happen spontaneously, especially if we're willing to just be like, yeah, I was like, Hey bro, can I go do this? And you're like, Mm -hmm. yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And, and so like, I knew I would be tired the next day. Like there, there were, there were, I think 
everyone because I know I know that both Ian and Jeff, because I saw uh, Alyssa and Bianca the next day, were like, oh, I feel like death. And then yeah. I guess Ian woke up and was like, I am not made for this. Because <laughs> he was a part of all Shua's. Like, yeah, so he so was that, like days in a row, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, I did it one night and I was like, man, I'm getting too old for this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, so just like an encouragement to all of you out there that like, if you have someone that you want to celebrate in your life, just do it. Like, don't overthink it. Yeah. You know, a lot of our lives could be made richer and fuller by simply not overthinking it. Yeah. Um, I talked about that. Moving and, to ac- moving into action from the like, hey, maybe here's an idea. Yeah. And I don't mean like, here's an idea. Let's sell all our things and live in a van. Boom. Done. Yeah. Like, I just mean like everyday normal life, yeah. especially celebrating people. Yeah. Like, uh, like I talk about that in the one post about the donut trips with the girls. Mm, like yeah. that was just like a spur of the moment decision that has now turned into this sort of like rich tradition. tradition. And, rich and in th- calories too. Yeah. But I think that that is super valuable and and so just an encouragement to you. So anyways, I thought Brooke and I could talk about sort of like the year, you know, uh, what was my 37th year of life like? Mm. Uh, I'm going to try to come up with a Mount Rushmore of this year. Okay. Um, and then talk about maybe unpack a little bit more of like, what are we leaving behind? What are we bringing into the next year? What's something that we want to pursue in this next year of my life? And then I think it'd be cool to sort of end the conversation if we have time with like, what, what is that big dream in 10 years? What, mm-hmm. is, what does that look like? What was it 10 years ago? When you're turning 48. When I'm turning 48. Wow. Yeah. When I'm closing in on half a century. Yeesh. Anyways. So Yeesh, old man. do you have some, you I have know. some questions I wanted okay. to ask you. So well, why don't, why don't I ask them? And then hopefully through all these, we'll get to all that stuff I and maybe that. you'll have a Mount Rushmore. Yep. So in the last, in your 37th year coming up on 38, what are you most proud of? Hmm. All, I know all these questions, at least for me, all these questions are hard. So if you are like, I'm gonna give it's my, a few things. I'm going to give know. my first, I'm going to try to give my first. What actually comes gut first. response. Okay. With our marriage. Oh, I'm just the most proud of the fact that like, you know, we just celebrated 14 years, Mm -hmm. which feels like a lot, not in terms of like, oh gosh, there's been a lot of time time with you. Like, it's just like, (laughs) that's a big number for marriage. You're like, whoa, 14 years. Like when you first get married, you're like, oh, someday we'll be married five years and then 10. And then like, you know, and I don't know, 14 just seems big. Like it's a teenager. Like. Yeah. You know, and so. Well, I talked about it. I think I talked about it on a B&B episode because I don't know if I talked about it with you, but like I remember my parents' 20th anniversary yeah. like vividly. Yeah. And so I'm like, I mean, I know we're, we're not, you and I aren't quite at 15, but it's like, I remember that. And I remember my mom's 40th birthday because that's when she got 40 Snicker bars, which is what I was talking about on the other podcast. Okay, nice. And so I'm just like, that's like so close for us and our kids yeah. may be remembering it. And so like, you know, I, I, I don't want to seem arrogant in saying this, but uh, and so you okay. can take it as take it as you want. Um, I don't think I'm an arrogant person, so let me just preface by <laughs> right. saying that my parents have always sort of commented on our marriage of like you guys just make it look easy. Mm. Uh, they've said that many times. We mm-hmm. don't argue a lot. We don't fight a lot. We genuinely agree with each other on oh, most things, things. Yeah. and we have similar hobbies and. Brooks laid back and I feel like I'm pretty laid back. And yeah. And so marriage hasn't been this sort of like grinded out challenge for us. Right. Other than the fact that we've had higher stress levels because our marriage is intertwined with our with our way of life. Mm-hmm. Like marriage, business, that sort of 
yes. area is is somewhere where we live pretty consistently. Yeah. And so there there are a whole plethora of challenges that come with this. Yeah. And so what I felt like the last year has been is really been like a and when I if I look back on the last previous 13 years, I would say that was probably the area of most common stress-related issues in our marriage was like the work, marriage, balance, life conversation happening. Yeah, yeah. And so why I say marriage is the thing that I'm most proud of in the 37th year is I feel like we have really made huge steps Mm -hmm. in being able to talk about work, finance, sales, marketing, like all the things, accounting, like all the sort of like boring, like, but can be somewhat stressful, but like can be like celebrating, like it's all of it. Yeah. We've been able in the 37th year to talk about that stuff really well and have like actual rich, compelling conversations that I feel like, I feel like over the next 10 years from 37, from 38 to 48, Mm -hmm. I I feel like the most growth we're going to see will be in sort of like that professionalizing mm-hmm. your business growing up yeah <laughs> financial planner type stuff if you <laughs> yeah. will yeah um and and the the 37th year conversations around all those things i think have been the like sort of diving board into that stuff mm. because we've been able to like kind of come on get, get on the same page or I mean, probably even just get in the same book yeah um <laughs> and and so that yeah. so that yeah that's my answer oh that's so good Okay, what do you miss about being younger? <laughs> Almost nothing. That's awesome. Like, yeah, I mean, I guess like if I had to be like sort of funny but kind of serious, it's like a really good metabolism. Right, yeah. You know, like there's, there's an element of like that, that, like, you yeah. know, like... Staying up late enough. And <laughs> yeah, and just you being okay. fine, you know. <laughs> yeah. But, and I and I shared this on a post about uh, uh, weightlifting. mm I, there was something in me, and, and I'm sure that some of you sort of feel this way. I know that you felt this way because we've talked about it. That like Me? Yeah. Yeah. There's something, like, especially if you were athletic in high school or maybe even college. Maybe you played club sports in college or maybe you were a full-blown college athlete. Yeah. And you're in your 30s now. You've had some kids or, you know, your dad or a mom, mm-hmm. um, and you've probably gained a little bit of weight. You know, your metabolism has slowed down. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not sure why sunflower oil is in everything you eat anymore. (laughs) Um, and you're just like getting a little loose in the cage. That's what we say. Um, the rib cage, right? That's what that means. Yeah. And is that Tony Horton? Yeah, I think so. Is that T90X phrase? Um, and so there's an element of us that I, and I've felt this until pretty much this year that like, oh, I've already passed my prime. I peaked physically in Mm -hmm. high school or college and so like really what I'm living out is so what's just the point? Yeah. is just sort of like I don't want to be I, I don't want to be what I consider fat. Mm-hmm. Like that's my goal. Right. And I think a lot of us believe that. Yeah. And so we just sort of like ebb and flow between like sort of in shape to like back out of shape to like sort of in shape but not as good as the first time to back out of the shape. And we just sort of like go back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um and, and so what I so while I would miss some of the metabolism and stuff <laughs> of my youth. What I've realized is that's a lie. We don't, we don't mm. physically peak in our teenage years. Right. Maybe like on a cellular level we do at 25 and then from there on out. Right. Like, yes, there's but, actual science like, like that. But. but from like a in-shape, athletic, weightlifting, cardiovascular mindset, like don't believe that. I, yeah. I am shocked 
to my core <laughs> how much weight I can lift now. Mm-hmm. Like I am lifting more weight than I ever, ever would have dreamed of in high school. Yeah. And, and, and you were an athletic kid. Yeah, like somewhat. you did a lot of different things. And, and so like, I've just been kind of reawakened to the idea that like you, that me, the best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. And physically you are not past your prime. So don't just mm-hmm. like kind of accept it and be like, Oh, I guess I'll just like slowly get bigger and bigger until I die. Like mm-hmm. that does not have to be true for us. Yeah. And so, you know, don't accept it. Like mm-hmm. do so, you know, find the thing that works for you. For me, that's been CrossFit. Like mm-hmm. it just works. Everything about it works for me. The team environment, the coaching, the like yeah. Olympic lifting, like, and that was when we started, when I started, I did this class called crossover, which was basically just like the cardiovascular side of things without the lifting. Yeah. And I was like, I don't really like weightlifting. All this. And now that, that like, I'm there for the weightlifting. Yeah. Like I just, it's so fun. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so that's yeah. one thing I would miss, but I've also learned in this 37th year that like, that's it's actually not, not yeah, it's yeah. not gone. I haven't peaked um, physically and my body can continue to do hard things mm-hmm. as long as I push it to do hard things. And yeah. those, those hard things are worth it because the results make all of life easier. Mm-hmm. I don't lift a lot of weight just so I can say, Hey, I lift a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. I lift a lot of weight so I can play with June, Sunny, and Daisy, and so that I can keep playing with them mm-hmm. as they grow up, and that hopefully I can play with their kids, mm-hmm. and I'm not just the grandpa that's like walks with them, right. you know. Like I want to be able to play, and yeah. and so, yeah, yeah. So if that's what you miss about being 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 younger, um, what excites you about being older? Being a grandpa, yeah, like. A life well lived is a grandpa who has a good relationship with his daughters and his mm-hmm. and his sons and his grandkids. Mm. And I've never lived with that perspective until like the last three or four years. Yeah. And so that absolutely thrills me. Mm-hmm. End I of, love that. End of answer. <laughs> end of answer. End of teary eyed answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what is your favorite? And you can have a few. This might be your Mount Rushmore memory of the last year. Uh, you getting your voice back is 100,000 million percent at the top of my list, maybe for my whole life. <laughs> oh. Like outside of like knowing Jesus, having three girls, um, it's you. It's seeing heaven come to earth that way <laughs> um, because it's something that, that like I had prayed for consistently, It, it you know. I like to believe that I'm a good Christian, you know, <laughs> but you know, there are times where I don't pray for things like I want to, Yeah. but that is the one thing that I consistently prayed for. Cause I remember years of just laying next to you in bed, just being like, Lord, just heal this, heal this mm-hmm. voice, make it whole again. And, and for, I don't know, seven, eight, 10, nine, I don't know how many years it was. It wasn't. Yeah. And so the fact that like in, in my 37th year that happened, that will forever be, like a Mount Rushmore of life mm-hmm. because it was, it, it has, it has healed, not just your voice, but it's healed part of your heart and part of your soul. And it's just like, it's made you whole in, in ways that I never knew were possible for you. Yeah. And that honestly, because I've never had any sort of like heavy physical ailment like that. I yeah. didn't know that those existed. Right. Like right. I've been a pretty healthy person my whole life and yeah. so like I've never battled sort of the chronic like a chronic something or or ongoing issue yeah, or undiagnosable and so, thing right. or whatever. Um 
you know, mm. my head was, my large head was diagnosed at an early age. So like, I just, <laughs> I've lived with that. I've bared that burden. My neck has bared that burden. <laughs> from um, the start from the start so that one that is honestly like i would carve that in stone four times mm. like that is the mount rushmore of 37 that you got your voice back and i think in in part got part of yourself back 100 percent. and yeah. it's been just so glorious to see that for you and for our family and for our marriage and just like just for everything like it is it has yeah. been all consuming the joy that that has brought our life and there are times when I realized maybe that's why we moved to Maui. Mm-hmm. Like this doc, this random doctor so random. with sort of so terrible, terrible bedside manner um, <laughs> yeah. ended up just knowing what to do and did it really well. And the Lord directed his hands and, yeah. and, and there were, you know, and it's been glorious. So that, that would be in it. Um, I'll add, I'll add I was going to say, yeah. So if we can take that one and like somehow carve it above the other yeah. four, <laughs> um, next on your pyramid of <laughs> next on my pyramid is probably like the girl's relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, because seeing those, seeing, develop. seeing those develop, seeing June and Sunny like sort of have those moments of like pure friendship, mm-hmm. something above, like, you know, they're, they will always be sisters, Yeah, but to see them become friends has been really special and then to see the way that they love Daisy so much <laughs> with such like a fierce oh, it is. fierceness yeah. and yeah. just such like a joyful like exuberance. Like they just they just adore her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for her like and then vice versa, like she just adores them. She just wants to be involved. She wants to be a part of it. Yeah. So like your she's boy, getting, yeah, as she edges closer to two, she's actually able to play with them a little more and like understand more. And I really see that in her relationship with Sunny. I see Sunny, maybe not half the time, but way more than she used to a year ago. Yeah. Turning, instead of turning to June constantly as the friend, she's turning down towards uh, Daisy yeah. a lot. And it's just like, it's so sweet to see that happen. So that uh, fourth thing would be, um, I probably Daisy, like just mm. her coming into that sort of like toddler. So precious. Like, you know, she's sort of saying words. I mean, she's saying a lot of words, but like, you know, they're, they're starting to be pieced together. Anytime she wants a piece of food, she throws it at you, um, <laughs> which is like, like if she wants you to peel the her, mandarin orange or yeah, clementine, it's coming in hot, hurl it like a softball yeah. across and don't yeah. She's got good aim. Yeah. So like that right sort of like you. cuteness of like <laughs> really going from baby to toddler. Like yeah. I, you know, I've loved all our babies, but I'm not like a huge baby guy. Um, and so like seeing that sort of development. And then I think fourth would be like our relationship, um, and our sort of never ending quest to be able to talk about things. Mm. Like if you can have that in your marriage, if you can have that never ending desire to like, let's talk about this, let's figure out how to talk about this. Let's dive deeper into this. Let's, you know, develop this language more and more and more. If that Mm -hmm. can be like a pillar of your marriage it'll be the best thing ever yeah um and so that would probably be the fourth Mm, those are so good so coming off of all those questions do you and and then jumping back into the car analogy Mm -hmm. metaphor i still don't know we're 174 episodes in i'm still not totally sure which one i'm supposed to use jumping back into the metronome (laughs) of the cars um do you feel like there is like for the sake of this question, I need you to choose one car you are driving and one car you're leaving behind. 
I would love. I know that there's probably many, yeah. but like. I would love. Well, so I've been thinking about this analogy since we said it. And I think what we were really doing is you're attaching chariots and campers and all sorts of things to your car. <laughs> and so I think as we go from one year to the next or one season to the next, mm-hmm. it's I think the the better language is what am I what baggage am I carrying mm. in the car that I can let go of? Like, yeah. and it can be like, you know, like when I picture it, maybe this, is, this, this will be an interesting conversation. <laughs> when I picture it, it's sort of this like cartoony looking like Beverly Hillbillies type mm. vehicle, which is like all this stuff on it and campers and yeah. like, you know, it's dragging skateboards with stuff tied to it. And, you know, there's bags on top of bags. And so I would picture something similar in yeah, terms so, of what we're, of what you're trying to say. And so like you're still driving the same car because it's your life, you know, but yes, what we're does, talking about the cars of yeah. life and not the cars of specific tasks yeah. or projects or whatever. Yes. And so I would love uh, going into 38 to leave behind the car, the baggage or the trailer of mm-hmm. stress, uh, not, not stress, like, uh, like consuming worry. Mm. Cause, uh, and 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 when we were talking about this in the hot tub, we basically were realizing that like the car that you're leaving behind is sort of the flip of the car that you're driving forward. Mm, and so yeah. like for me, the flip of that is like I would love to be someone driving forward that just like fully trusts God. Mm. That like no matter how bad I think things are mm-hmm. or no matter how many scenarios I play out in my head that ends up uh, our family living under a bridge, mm-hmm. like that my trust in God is so great because he's so great mm-hmm. that 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 car that that attachment is like this sort of small string attached <laughs> to the chariot that could come loose at any moment. Yeah. Uh, and I want that to happen. And so, mm-hmm. I, you know, we had this long conversation last night about how like there are times where like, you know, it's why I think I crashed into that car. It's why I think I dropped the milk jug. I, I've just been distracted mm-hmm. by worry. And worry has been an all-consuming thing the last few months of my life that it's like it's it's taking me out. It's putting me on the sideline. And so going forward, I would love to be a man who worries less Mm. um, and trusts more. Yeah. And so that's that's where that's that's like the, the chair's way behind. Yeah. That's what it is. I love and, that. And then like, you know, and I think that like we like when we asked, when we answered the question in the hot tub, like I was sort of like, well, I want to be like someone who's more active. And I think that that is a result of like activate is a result of trust. When yes. you live in a secure place of trust mm-hmm. and that's, that's a worry free zone or worry less zone, mm-hmm. or you just like are confident in, in God taking care of you, mm-hmm. you can be fully activated mm. uh, for his glory and for his kingdom. And so yeah. I think a lot of times the reason that like our shirts do not worry, do not fear, do so well, people long for those <laughs> messages because I think so much of us wants to be activated and wants mm-hmm. to be living for the king, kingdom of God and wants to be bringing heaven on earth, but we spend most of our time living in this sort of perpetual state of worry mm-hmm. and fear that we don't fully live our lives. Mm-hmm. And so it's like why the conversation about being a fun summer mom has touched so many l- listeners because they yeah. think 
yeah, that sounds like a, not like I'm not worried about what my kids are going to eat or anything like that, but like <laughs> right. I am living fully engaged yeah. with with what God has given me and mm-hmm. what is around me. And and that's what I want to do. And, yeah. and leaving the, the trailer of worry back and detaching yeah. it. Um, yeah. It is, and I think what's really, what, what could be really helpful, like I know this much, that worry fear, anxiety, insert any of those things that we've talked about recently. But worry looks different for everybody. Like we all agree, do not worry. Like we're, yeah. like, we're like, I need that. I feel that. And then it's like, but we, we're all, I think, worrying about well, some of the same stuff, but like it, it manifests itself differently. And yeah. so learning to recognize what it looks like for you when you're in that, yeah. because how you behave and how you communicate and all your things when you are feeling overwhelmed by that, looks very different than when I am. And so if I was like only comparing it to me and being like, well, he's not doing this, this, and this, which is what I would do. Right. Like it's easy to either not notice it or not know how to climb out of it or things like that. And so. Like for me, it's, it's thinking of a possibility to the worst solution. mm -hmm. Like that is how I worry. Yeah. And like, I've never really been that close to the worst solution. Yeah. Scenario, you mean, you know, and worst so scenario. worst case scenario. Yeah, but it's and it's not in all things. It's definitely in very specific categories for me. Like I don't go to the gym and think like, what if I, you know, break my leg <laughs> doing these lifts? Like, yeah, it's not like that. It's 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 in other categories. And yeah. so uh, that's what it's been like for me. And understanding that about myself has helped me sort of bat like, again, the devil doesn't speak French. And mm-hmm. so he speaks the language of he sounds your, similar. Your he sounds oh. similar to me. Yeah. And so understanding that has allowed me to battle against it. But I don't I don't think I'm active. Again, like we've talked about it uh, in the sort of like the recovery, the alcoholics recovery circle. Mm. Like the first circle is like, don't go to a bar. Right. You know, and then you would think the second circle would be like, don't go close to a bar. But the second circle is like, find a hobby that you love. You know, like mm. we kind of it's talked a, about yes. that sort of like, I, f- I remember that the, conversation your, your best defense. I think that's what the episode's called. Like yeah. the first defense, like if you struggle with porn, the first, uh, circle of defense is like, don't turn your phone off at, in, in the evening. You mean do turn your phone off. In yeah. The turn your phone off in the evening. Yeah. And the second defense isn't just turn your phone off earlier. It's find something that fulfills you more so than yes. that will turn outward from it yeah. and find a different solution uh, instead of just keeping back away, back away, back away, back away. And yeah. so there's part of me, like, especially with areas that I worry that I, my defense is like, just don't look at it. Just don't, just don't go back away, just further. back away further. And, and really that's not, mm. and it's why my word of the year is activate because yeah. the places where I worry Again, if I'm leaving that car behind, it's because I'm activating for the kingdom of God. Mm. And that activation is going to going to crush my worry because it's going to allow me to live that life and that life to the full. Yeah. And so my worry lets the devil steal, kill, and destroy. Jesus has conquered that worry mm-hmm. and that fear and has given me life and life to the full. And so yeah. my second circle of defense isn't just worry less, it's hey, let's 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 build and live a life where you're a happy grandpa. Yeah. You know, yeah. Let's have some vision and some perspective so that you can, you know, fully engage. Yeah. I love that. I forgot about that episode. That's a good episode. Good episode. I do think it's called Your Best Defense. Best Defense, because it's from that book, Rest in War by Ben Stewart. Mm -hmm. And he kind of lays out that in, like, you know, he was talking about it in terms of like rest and Sabbath, but, Mm -hmm. you know, 
it's an, I think it's an alcoholic anonymous anonymous thing or some it's some sort of thing. It's, it's taken in from sort of like else. the recovery yes. space. Yeah, addiction recovery. So yeah. Hmm. All right. So do you have any more questions or no? I think that's okay. all my questions for you. So here's a question that they asked. Uh, what's What's the big crazy dream? Your BHAG. Your BHAG, cool. which I, I, I don't like that phrase. Oh, no. Uh-uh. It sounds it's like... It's so gross. It sounds like something I've coughed up or I've pooped out. Yeah. Yeah. Like it might wash up on the beach into your <laughs> hole. Into your beach hole. I don't want that washing up into yeah, your beach hole. Yeah, I don't hole. want a BHAG in my beach hole. <laughs> Get your BHAG out of my beach hole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. Um, your big, hairy, audacious goal. Yeah. And so... You know, I'm about to turn 38. So when I'm about to turn 48, what does that look like? What's mm. the crazy thing that you, it's like almost something that you almost don't say out loud? I feel it, that a little bit because I'm like, ooh, I don't know. Um, and then and then Jeff reversed that question and said, "What was it 10 years ago?" And like, <laughs> honestly, living here, yes, would have been, and, and but it, it wouldn't even it, been on the no, list. It's not even a real goal. It would have been like, <laughs> I don't know, I'm living, living in on the that, like. So like, I'm just going to throw something at the wall because you asked me a question. That's how I feel about those questions where I'm like, because to me, if it's that big and audacious and out there, it's almost incomprehensible. But yes. And so it's not in my current, like here's sort of driving all my cars forward to reach that thing. To me, it kind of feels separate. Here's a tweak to that, though. I think in your 20s, it feels separate. And in your 30s, it starts to have a little more clarity. And then I think in your 40s and 50s, it actually almost seems attainable i think yeah depending i think from the perspective of a 27 year old tj about to turn 28 (laughs) there was just no way that this was a possibility yeah but as a 38 year old i now have all those 10 years of perspective Mm -hmm. and as a 48 year old i'll have 10 more Yeah. and so do you have any guess what i said as mine or did i tell you I feel like maybe you did tell me, but if you did, I have forgotten, which makes me think maybe you didn't. I've talked to you about it before. I don't think I told you. I think. Oh, no. I know what it was. I'm miming it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Have we talked about it here? No, but you can talk about it. Do you want to? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Again, it's like one of those things where it's like, this would be. wash up in my. Okay. This would be cool if this could happen. That would be This is sort of a, on the edge of like. I mean, we are nowhere near doing this actual right, thing. But it would be, my, my answer was, I would love to open a hotel or maybe like a, spa, a chain of hotels. I feel like we had a really good, a slow tell. A slow tell, yes. Mm-hmm. Where it's, Name for it, yeah. Where it's actually a place that you come and unplug. Yeah. Like you literally have to turn your phone in to get at your the, key. Yeah. Um. And I, for whatever reason, I pictured in the Southwest. Mm-hmm. That's like the place it's always, even when we lived in Pennsylvania, yeah, that was the that's where pictured. I pictured it. Uh, sorry, South Dakota. Um, <laughs> the fan base is really growing in South oh, Dakota. I love Not it. Not North Dakota though. Okay. We've well, made some enemies. Oh no. Yeah. Um, you're just too expensive. <laughs> so that, that was mine like to, mm. to, to start. Yeah. We've talked about that off and on. Because like I, I just I, as as technology. I mean, we saw the Apple Vision Pro thing. Like no. you know, imagine what that's going to do to culture when everybody's walking around with a computer attached to their face, yeah. um, and then seeing regular life through literally a screen. Yeah, uh, there's some implications there that are <laughs> sort of scary. Uh, yeah, to play video games sounds super fun. To watch it movie right to pretend like you're running on a football field and playing a game like for like entertainment game purposes even then i'm like come on yeah 
But I'm like, okay, the technology. To watch a movie on an airplane. Like, like, yeah. That's cool. But, but there's some scary implications life, there. It's like. Um, and so I, I do, I do foresee. Stuff happening. I do foresee a need for people to almost be forced into that sort of like mm. screenless rest. And so to provide that for people and, and not. I love it. I'm going to have a giant game closet. And not. Board game closet. And not a way that's like detox boot camp but in a way that's like oh, you know like no, hey like, come I'm here doing with your, this like, on purpose bring your family for a vacation yeah. where like your teenagers aren't on their phone yeah and they might not be pleased but but 20 years from now they'll look back and say that was a core this memory is why for i tarred us. the roof yeah and <laughs> this is why I, this is my tar the roof moment yeah <laughs> <laughs> we all have one we all have one thank you dad <laughs> and mom <laughs> Um, and so, yeah, that was like my big one of just like, that would be mm. really cool. Um, and it's sort of like, honestly, like, it, it, I, like I, this is a silly statement I'm about okay. to say, Let me because hear. I, I recognize it. it's very like shark tank mouth. Oh, it's as easy as this, you know, <laughs> but so if there's any huge multimillionaires in the that's audience that are ready to invest the, in this idea, part of me that's like, I would run after that so hard if, if we had the money. Yeah. But like, that's what we don't have. And that's where like <laughs> 38 to 48, hopefully we will. Mm. And so like, once yeah. I start putting that math together, I'm like, it's not actually that big and crazy. And that's where I just said, like, <laughs> it doesn't actually feel that crazy if the money wasn't the crazy and part. And I'll even add another caveat to this. Like we're, we're sort of already chasing it now with the moms on Maui and mm. some of the butt clenchers, <laughs> uh, coming, coming to stay, coming to stay that yeah. like, and, and just like having family like i'm not gonna take your phone from you don't worry no we're not gonna take your phone from you but like <laughs> by default on maui you're just on your phone less you yeah. just period like when you're yeah. enjoying it as a tourist like you're in the water you're jumping off waterfalls you're you know sitting yeah. outside like there's just elements of that you're that asleep do- from doing all those things it <laughs> does it naturally <laughs> and so like there's part of me that like as i started talking about it with them i was like i'm starting to see sort of like the early mm. Because it's what we're drawn to. Yeah. And, and so we're drawn to these things that I think eventually can become the BHAG. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first time I ever heard a sermon on that. And I was like, ew, I was in college. <laughs> it's like, should I be here? This is- yeah, this seems wildly inappropriate <laughs> in a Southern Baptist like, school. Shama's uh, loose cannon <laughs> speaker yeah. Yeah. on oh, Instagram. So good. <laughs> Will you link those? Yes. If we've never... If you've he never just posted seen one. the Instagram really... guy, who he's funny in so many ways. But his but his loose but cannon he is He has a character called guest speaker loose cannon, yeah. which is when like someone would come to your church and, you know, be the guest speaker on a Sunday morning and how you're just like, who invited this yeah. person? Where are they going? Did they seriously just say that? And it's so funny. I could watch just that series like over, over, over and over and just laugh. So we'll link that in the show notes. Yeah, his uh, Instagram is Shama, S-H-A-M-A, the number four, Reels, R-E-A-L-Z. Shama for Reels. When God is proud of you. Gang, gang, gang. How about God, God, God? <laughs> I have three kids, so that means I've had sex at least thrice. <laughs> Don't be real, be rare. Get off Tinder. <laughs> splendor. <laughs> Oh, and there's filmed so well at whatever church yeah. they use over and over. Uh, oh man. But it's good. It's good. So there mm-hmm. it is. I love it. Thirty seven to thirty eight. Here we come. Wow. God is doing a new thing. Oh, who's doing it? Can can that just forever be in the show notes? God is doing a new it's thing. It's like link to our website, link to link to buy tickets, link to YouTube video. God is doing a new thing. <laughs> <laughs> so Mm. As I head into 38, I think this is sort of the 
Yeah. The calling card. I love it. Spirit, activate, activate, activate. All right, let's go. That's how I feel. That's how I feel at 11.59 on Friday night. Love it. And I'll wake up. I'll wake you up at 12. I'm sure. And sing There's this. a chance you'll already be awake, you party animal. Yeah, no. Stay up till 1.30. <laughs> I was shocked. I was I, shocked too. I Because you came in and laid down, which woke me up, of course. Not because of you, but because of who I am. And I was like, oh, guess I'll pee now. And so then I thought on my way back, I'm going to check the time because I have I have no idea yeah. how long I've been asleep. And when I tapped my phone and it said 1.40, I was like, what? It was a cool like special night, like I, yeah. I just for all of us. Even, That's awesome. You know, um, but yeah. So thank you for listening. Thank you for making us a part of your week. Hopefully everything we talked about is in the show notes that you can find. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Okay. okay I, I love, love you. Bye. bye.